Now, can you tell someone's personality by, let's say, talking to them on the phone? Are you able to identify what kind they are? Oh, absolutely. Usually within moments. Really? Uh, you can meet somebody. I can shake their hand. Look, if I walk up to somebody and they're like, hi there, nice to meet you. I mean, you can feel that eagle energy. Right. Or if I say, hi, how are you? So nice to meet you. You can feel the dove. Hey, how are you? Great to meet you. Hope we're going to have an awesome day. Totally parrot. Owl, hi there. Nice to meet you. Very oh, logical. Very, so- very businesslike. And you meet people. Like I would say for both of you, I'm going to guess you both have a lot of parrot energy. <laughs> <laughs> but I will also bet you have a little bit of eagle in there too. Like uh, that's probably pretty strong. Is that a fair guess? So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this this is The The Hell Hell Show. Yeah, baby. Hello, everybody again. My name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and we are the Head Over Heels Show. Again, I love having you guys here. We say it every week. This is fun. When I know that Tuesday's coming and a new episode drops, I'm excited and can't wait to chat with everybody, even though we're doing all the talking. <laughs> yeah. You're listening, so that's all that matters. And we've seen that because our numbers are growing like crazy. I guess Apple's recognizing that we are doing really well, so we're up in the charts. So yeah. thank you. For having us in New Year's as usual. Yeah. We had a great week this week. I hope you guys did as well. Can you uh, please, please, please talk about our weekend? It was such an incredible weekend. We've been to a wedding <laughs> for the first time in, in a few years. A, a gathering in general for the first time since pretty much COVID. Just that alone, I, it made me so excited. I was so happy to be gathered by my entire family, which was amazing. It has not been done in years. So I got to see a lot of my sisters and cousins and niece and nephews and just incredible, incredible. Not just see them. We got to dance with them and eat with them and hang out with them. And it was pretty funny with all these rules, with these all these COVID rules. Nobody knows how to really follow them or whatever because it was funny because we only had to wear a mask just in the lobby of the, the banquet, banquet hall. hall. <laughs> that was it. Nowhere else. But just the, the like 10 feet lobby. When you the walk banquet in. hall was, it was a strict rule. So there was security guards there, everything, making sure that we had our masks on from when we walked from the door to the hall to the door outside, which was kind of weird. But how about the church? Can we not talk about the church? <laughs> <laughs> we had to wear masks at the church, but yet we were six feet apart. And they weren't allowed to play music. Yeah, that was, 
I mean, that's religious reasons. That has nothing to do with COVID. You sure? <laughs> yeah. You can't play music? I don't know what it Not is. Not even dum dum dum. No dum, idea. No dum, idea. Dum, dum, dum. No idea. <laughs> but you know what? The rest of the time, it was just incredible. Yeah, it was We fun. danced, we ate, we drank. And also, your sister showed up like yeah. a day before. So Not we to had, the wedding. She came by to visit us. Uh, yes. Kind of on her way to her little vacation trip with their family. So we had both families here. We saw both sides of the families this week, which, oh my goodness, there was so much love, you know? <laughs> so much kids. So much kids, <laughs> so much love, so much excitement. I mean, I was so busy. I don't think I even went on socials all week. Yeah. You know, we didn't do any TikToks. We didn't do much. Well, we did some TikToks. We well, did some that was, pretty we, good ones. Yeah, actually, well. we did, we did a couple, yeah. yeah. And actually, if, you're, if you want to know what we wore for the wedding, Nina's got it on TikTok and on Instagram and all that stuff. It's all posted on my Instagram and yes. It is. <laughs> yeah, we got to hang out with a lot of people. And a lot of personalities, yeah, I can tell you. I was just going to say that. That's funny. A lot of personalities <laughs> were at the wedding. So, speaking of personalities, <laughs> we've got our uh, good friend Mark Rosenberg here to talk about different personality traits. And I got to say, one thing about getting older that I like is being more self-aware. And what helped me get there was learning things like you know, learning my love language, learning my personality traits, learning your personality traits, learning your love languages and everybody around me so that I could communicate better with them and accept their communication a little bit better to myself. You know what I like about getting older? What's that? It's hearing your sexy voice change for better every day. <laughs> <laughs> so my old man, old man voice is sexy? Well, you're older than you were yesterday, that's for sure, but... Not that you're old, that, that every day that you wake up is like a different sound comes out that is like, mm, damn, so sexy. Well, I'm sure all the sounds that come out of me aren't that sexy, but. No, <laughs> just your mouth. <laughs> there you go. You're so dirty. <laughs> so yeah, today we have Merrick Rosenberg. Merrick yeah. is an amazing, amazing human being. He's so wonderful. He's so kind. I can't wait for you guys to hear him out on the show. He is just an all-around good human being. You know, do you feel that when yeah, yeah. we had this conversation with him? People like to help others and help others grow. Uh, you can't help but see that they're great people. Oh, he is so amazing. You guys, you have to listen to the end because we do have a surprise giveaway at the end for you. But first, I really would like to introduce this amazing human being, Merrick Rosenberg. Merrick is a personality expert and an award-winning author of Taking Flight, The Chameleon, and The Personality Wins. Three books about stepping into the power of your personality. One of these books is The Chameleon, and we will be giving that book away possibly the following week. All you have to do is really is, I mean, nothing much. Just go to our Instagram yep. or Facebook and comment in the post that Nina's going to do about this episode, The Social Assets. And comment which personality trait you think you are, which bird you think you are. But you would have to listen to this episode because Merrick explains each personality what they are. It's very simple. Very, very simple. He simplifies I, I, it like crazy because yeah. we've taken these these courses through sales and, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard like the CD and all that stuff. And this. The, it's a very, very simple, easy way to explain it and understand it. So Merrick does a great job in doing that. He does, but he's also here because he helps us he shows us how these personalities integrate into your relationships yeah. with your spouse, with your partner, with your family, with your parents, with your children. It is so intriguing. It's so mind-blowing the way he explains it because it happens to you, to me, to all of us in our daily lives that we say, oh, I wish I could help this person in this way. 
But once you hear America, once you learn about these personality types, you'll know how to work with your children, with your spouse, with everyone around you. And get you. your point across so that they understand it. Absolutely. He did not only just write these books. He's not only as, as one of the smartest people I know. He worked with many, many, actually half of the Fortune 100 companies. And as a, as a keynote speaker and a media guest, he seeks to entertain and enlighten people all around the world. It's interesting because the most interesting thing we're learning, the topic that we're learning about is ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. So please, without further ado, welcome Merrick Rosenberg. Welcome to the show, Merrick. We are so excited to have you here and to learn some personalities <laughs> from you. Why don't you start by telling us who you are and our listeners and what you do? Sure. Thank you, Nina and Roger. I'm happy to be here. Uh, my name is Merrick Rosenberg, uh, and I teach people about, I think, the most interesting topic of all, which is themselves. So, uh, <laughs> so you get to learn about who are you, uh, the people in your life, the most important relationships, of course, our spouse or significant others. So uh, I think you will see yourself in what we talk about today. I can't Absolutely. wait. I'm Absolutely. so excited. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about these personality traits we got to get to know. What I did was I linked them to four birds just to make it easy. So many different systems use letters and types and Oftentimes people just don't remember them. So right. I wanted it to be visual and simple to use. So I'll, I'll walk you through. We've got four of them. The first one is the eagle and eagles, confident, assertive, direct, take charge. They make things happen. Mm -hmm. Then we've got the parrot. Parrots, as you probably would guess, are pretty talkative. They're loud. They're social. They like to be with people. They're very interactive and, and they bring fun. The doves are more soft-spoken. They're quiet. They just want everyone to be happy. They're very calm and harmonious. They want everybody to get along. Right. And then the owls, logical, analytical, detail-oriented. If they're going to do something, they have a plan. They follow the plan. They do it right. So we've got four styles and they're pretty simple to remember. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And how did you start with all of this, Merrick? How do you figure out how to do this personality? Back in 1991, I started one of the first team building companies in the United States. There were literally only about a half a dozen team building firms at the time. And I started teaching people how to work together well and noticed pretty quickly that personality conflicts were often the source of a lot of the issues that people had within teams. And in 1994, I learned how to use personality styles to help people understand themselves and their team members. And it just grew from there. And uh, in 2012, I said, all right, we got to make this easier. And so I wrote a book called Taking Flight and it taught people about the birds and about themselves. So the book is all about the birds and the personality type. Yes. Okay. That's awesome. But you also wrote a few other books. I did. I have uh, The Chameleon is a fun one. It's a collection of 22 fables. The Taking Flight was like writing a movie, one long plot with character development, uh, one long plot line. Uh, the Chameleon was like writing a season of a sitcom. It's got 22 fables, like 22 episodes. Each one teaches a different lesson. So uh, both of them very fun to write, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I actually, I love the, how, like I'm looking at the pictures behind you and, and how every single bird can fit the, the title very, very well. It's like if you were, if I were to say to you, all right, think of an eagle, what comes to mind, you think of powerful and take right. charge and direct or confident. Right. It's like you don't have to memorize it because it's right there for you. And, right. and that's what made it simple is that it's just pretty intuitive. It, it is really, really simple as you put it, because like you said, we've 
heard and seen so many other ways to explain the, the four types of personalities. And they're not easy to always, you know, pinpoint who is what. But with your style of uh, the way you're, you're, you have it set up, it's, it's, even my kids would understand what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. In fact, I have a kid's book coming out this year. Oh, really? <laughs> there you go. I can't wait. It's, it's called Which Bird Are You? Coming out a little bit later this year. Because it's funny because I speak mostly in companies, teaching people how to work yeah. together within organizations. But after I speak, people always come up to me and ask me questions. And the questions are always about their spouse or their kids. Even though I'm talking about like business and leadership and teamwork, we don't need that. Here's yeah. my big issue. How do yeah, I get that with my wife or husband? <laughs> so, so what made you decide to start this venture? Like what was it that got you into this? Sometimes we learn because we have a, a manager or someone in our life that teaches us profound lessons that are so powerful. Sometimes we learn for the opposite reason. I, I was working in a company and it was just so dysfunctional. People didn't get along. The right. manager was horrible. And I thought, there's just got to be a better way than this. And I went back on an MBA in organizational behavior and just wanted to help people create positive work environments and great relationships, uh, whether it's at home or at work. And, and so it's been a blast. I actually get to teach people something that has an impact in their lives, not just at work, but also at home as, as spouses and relationships, also with our kids. Yeah. So, I mean, are we just one of these personality styles? Are we a combination of a bunch? Like, how does it? Right. Nobody's just one. You're, you're a combination of all four, but there's probably one or two that are like home base for you. More for me, I'm the parrot, but I've got some secondary eagle. Like that entrepreneurial part of me, like running the company, it gets some eagle energy. But when I walk out on stage, I'm having fun. I make people laugh. You have a good day. And that's the parrot side of me. So uh, it's great when you can allow your personality to shine through in the job that you have. And that's what I get to do. Is it something that you're like you're born with or does it, does it change? Yeah. Over? Does, it, does it change over the years? <laughs> it can. Yeah. It, there's definitely a style that we have, even as, as young, very young children, even we can see uh, little kids, you can tell their style very quickly. I had a nephew, his name is Evan. And he, when he was just a little kid, I could tell you he was an Eagle. Like he, like, even as a baby, you could tell he is in charge. And I remember I told my wife, I said, one day, Evan will rule this land. <laughs> and it's my, my brother-in-law is more of an owl dove. My sister-in-law is more of a dove owl. They're more reserved. They're more quiet. He was about six years old. We go over to their house for Thanksgiving, and uh, Evan is sitting at the head of the table. My, <laughs> wife, my wife says to my sister-in-law, so, really? Like, He's the king. <laughs> really? You're gonna? And she goes, you don't know. You, you, you don't know. And, I, and she looked at me, and she goes, He's ruling this land. <laughs> so even as children, we see it in action. That's amazing. Now, can you tell someone's personality by, let's say, talking to them on the phone? Are you able to identify what kind they are? Oh, absolutely. Usually within moments. Really? Uh, you can meet somebody. I can shake their hand. Look, if I walk up to somebody and they're like, hi there, nice to meet you. I mean, you can feel that eagle energy. Right. Or if I say, hi, how are you? So nice to meet you. You can feel the dove. Hey, how are you? Great to meet you. Hope we're going to have an awesome day. Totally parrot. Owl, hi there. Nice to meet you. Very oh, logical, very, so very businesslike. And you meet people, like I would say for both of you, I'm going to guess you both have a lot of parrot energy. <laughs> <laughs> but I will also bet you have a little bit of eagle in there too. Like uh, that's probably pretty strong. Is that a fair guess? Yes. Yeah. Well, if I, if I were to break myself down, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, we took other courses in, in, in real estate and they taught us some personality traits and stuff. 
So I would think I would fall with the the dove and the parrot. Dove and parrot, right. The people-oriented side, very social, but also you want people to be happy. Nina, what do you think for you? I'm an, a 100% parrot and eagle. Like I'm mixing, <laughs> I can't pinpoint which, which one I am because like you said, I'm bubbly, I'm talkative, I'm loud. But I'm also like, let's get down to business and get this done and get it done now kind of thing. You know what I mean? And I think I have a lot of owl in me as well, just because yeah. you know, I want, you know, you give me an Ikea set, I'm following that direction. Like, yes. You know, like, no, no, me, wait, that bolt's supposed to go here and they're supposed to turn it three times. That's it. Yes. I have no patience for that whatsoever. So <laughs> yes. I'm not owl at all. One of the fables in the chameleon, I think you'll, you'll resonate with, and this is really kind of torn from the pages of my own life. I'm the parrot. My wife is an owl. And by the way, from a relationship perspective, opposites attract. So yeah. parrots and owls tend to be married most often. <laughs> Eagles and doves tend to be married most often. And so there's this one fable where in the forest, a whole bunch of these birds' nests have been destroyed and the owls have prepared for this. So they've prepared these nest kits that they're going to build. And we get to watch a parrot and an owl building two nests. So they both have each of their kits there. The owl opens up the kit, is inspecting each of the parts, looking at the list of inventory, counting everything, making sure everything's right, reads through the whole instructions, looks over. The parrot has ripped open the bag and is already building the nest. It's a mess. And the parrot's like, hey, you haven't even started? And the owl's like, but look at it. <laughs> yeah, you can see the difference. Very often there are complementary styles in relationships. Yeah. That is such a perfect example. I yeah. love that. It, it's so um, easy to understand, you know what I mean? As opposed to the other styles that we had learned in the past, like the disc and the other right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is amazing. So can I change? If I'm an owl and I want to be an eagle? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I would say, look, if people want to change from one style to another, the reality is you're just trading one set of strengths and weaknesses for another set of strengths and weaknesses. Right. So I would say we can pick up different traits that we say, you know, I really respect that. I want to as an eagle, I want to be more assertive like the eagle, or I want to be more conscientious and make sure I have a system before I just act because I've gotten myself in trouble by just starting something and not really thinking it through. So I want to add a little owl energy or the eagle might say, I want to dial up some more empathy. So we could learn certain behaviors and traits, but uh, when people tell off, people often ask me that, you know, can I change? I'm like, well, why would you want to? You are who you are. Yeah. It's what right. got you to this place today. You don't need to change. We can learn some new skills. Sure. But, you know, we don't really need to change who we are. How can somebody adapt? Let's say I'm married to an eagle and I'm a dove. How do we kind of complement each other so that, you know, we're not butting heads? The key is to think, OK, what does that person need from me? So I think I'll use my wife and I as an example. I'm the parrot. She's more of an owl. If I'm explaining something to her you know, as a parrot eagle, I would just go, oh, here it is and explain it in 20 seconds. But I have to think to myself, you're talking to an owl dove. I've got to dial down the energy, dial up the detail and think about what are her needs. And, and that's the key is just think about who am I talking to and what do they need from me? And if you ask yourself that question, you end up treating them how they want to be treated and they get their needs met. And guess what? We get our needs met too when they we get We get a long and happy relationship. <laughs> right. Now, do most spouses have different personalities? Most of the time that's true. Now, you could have two people that are the exact same style and, and it works great. So it's not that- it does? it's Yeah, absolutely. I have a friend of mine, both he and his wife are, are both eagles. Now, their house is louder than my house. 
And sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're battling it out. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, you ready for dinner? And we're looking at them like, whoa, like, are you <laughs> yeah. done? Just like chill out for a minute. But they're like, what? That was 10 minutes ago. Why are you worried about that? Wasn't an argument. We were just talking. So you can have two people who are pretty much the same, but overwhelmingly people have a different style than their spouse. Is it harder if you're married to someone that's totally different style? And like, I know we're, we're right. very similar, but we're also different. So we make it work a lot of times in our favor. But if someone's well, really different from you. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is that if we are very different, and we respect that we're different. And we say that person brings something different to this equation. That's the foundation for a powerful relationship. If we don't respect the fact that they're different, then you're just going to clash. I think back to uh, my wife and I, tomorrow, actually, we will be married 30 years. So it's our oh my God. 30th anniversary. <laughs> so so we've, we've been together a long time. And so, so so I remember when we first got married, I'm the parrot, she's the owl. She said to me, where's your checkbook? And I said, here it is. And she said, no, 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 not the, the checks, you know, the register where you write it all down. I got that right here. <laughs> and she looks at me and she's like, no, 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 seriously, where is it? And I'm like, seriously. And she looks at me mortified and said, you do realize banks make mistakes. You, you do get that, right? And I looked at her with complete seriousness and said, you know, Banks do make mistakes, but in the course of my life, they'll make mistakes against me. They'll make mistakes for me. It'll all even out. I'm going to have no stress my whole life. And she looks at me and she goes, let me have that checkbook. <laughs> now, I haven't written a check in 30 years. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> now, at first, she judged that. Like, why can't you just track this? What's wrong with you? Why can't you do it like I do it? Now, we just look at it as, hey, you know what? That's just not his thing. When we go to buy a car as an owl dove, she does tons of research, but bargaining and, and haggling for a car and dealing with the car dealership, that is not pleasant for her. Mm. I do it all and I like doing it. It's a fun challenge for me. And I don't judge her because she doesn't like it. And, and that's the key is that if you're different and you respect that you each bring something different to the relationship, that's powerful. But if you judge each other because they can't do what is so easy and natural for you, you're just, you're setting yourself up for conflict and drama. I love that, America. I really, really do. And that's the reason why I actually wanted you on the show, because from our own experience, like you said, the beginning, we had so many issues trying to get the other person to adapt to our styles. Well, why can't you be this way? Why can't you do that way? You know, like there were so many things. But after understanding who we are, it really helped transform our relationship. I know what type of person he is. And if there's something that he can't do, I'll take it away from him or vice versa. And we've been together 24 years as well. So I really can say that this has transformed well, it's all like, from our relationship. Don't you agree? Yeah. You have a toolbox and you have a whole bunch of things you can use in that toolbox to make your relationship better. You got to understand each other's love languages. You got to understand each other's personality styles and personality types everything like you if, once you get those things used to those things how she is and how i am then you can start changing not changing but adapting yeah yeah you're flexing to them yeah because right. i mean if my love language is acts of service and mine is touch and i'm always uh she's like get off me you know do the dishes right, <laughs> right. but here but let's take that into and that one layer deeper let's okay. say one of your love language is words of affirmation yeah well words of affirmation to a parrot are different than words of affirmation to a dove, for example. Yes. A parrot, you might be like, you are awesome. That, 
was amazing. Right. Where you say to a dove, I really appreciate what you did. That really, you, you made my day. It was so nice of you. See the difference? Yes, it's words of affirmation, but they're different whether you're talking to a parrot, a dove, an eagle, or an owl. So it's like, take the words that we use and think about how are we communicating to our spouse based on their style. And it's even more powerful. The love languages get even deeper. Yeah, no kidding. I, I didn't so look profound because I actually recently had a family member reach out to me saying, help me out. He told me to read all about the love languages and I got that down packed. But my husband and I still don't get along, even though I'm doing everything he needs in his love language. And this is exactly why, because she's probably speaking to him in a, like a, a dove way and when he is a parrot or when he's an owl. Right. Imagine you have your love language is words of affirmation and you're an yeah. eagle. And so you say to the dove, thanks, that was great. <laughs> the dove's like, yeah. And <laughs> because, yes, you're using words to connect, but... But the eagle has a directness and a bluntness, and it's not really as personable. And, and they have to warm it up a little yeah, bit. There's no care in yeah. This and so, so good really, the, the birds play out in everything we do. Once you see it, you start to see it everywhere. This yeah. is amazing. I guess if you're touch and you go to a to a dove, you got to be all nice and soft. And, and if you're an eagle, you got to go right for the boot. <laughs> <laughs> the eagle has a higher level of assertiveness. Than yeah. The dove. yeah. <laughs> right down to the point. Let's do it. Let's do it. That is a See what I put up with? <laughs> we have two kids. They're 13 and 14. How can we we can get to know their personality types, but how can we kind of, uh, as a parrot, dove slash eagle, <laughs> how can I have a better relationship with our kids knowing they're, like, what, you, what would you say our kids are? Our daughter is definitely, she's got a bit of eagle in her, but she's also got a lot of um, parrot in her. So well, similar to your style. She's a little bit of owl. She's yeah. very specific she's a lot of things too. Um, my son, I would definitely say he's a lot of dove. Yeah. I would say he's more of eagle too. Dove and eagle a bit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But he, d- Dove is very... He gets things done. Well, here, here's the thing. He may be more eagle at home, but usually somebody who's got a lot of strong Dove, probably in a place he's very comfortable, he's got a lot of Dove, but maybe he goes out and hit the eagle dials down a little bit. And yeah. she probably is more in charge than he is, I would guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely so, so let's take your question. How do you, as a parent, use this? And, and here's the biggest challenge parents have, is they impose their style on their children. Mm -hmm. They try to turn their children into themselves, into the best version of themselves. So if you're an eagle parent, you might be saying to a dove child, you need to be assertive. You need to get in there. You need to ask for for what you want. The problem with that is, is you're really saying to that child, look, you need to change for me to love you and respect you. And actually you need to be more like me because who you are is not okay. And what we really need to do is say, okay, this child is this style. How do I get them to be the highest version of themselves instead of the highest version of you? Mm-hmm. Look at that dove child. If you're an eagle, instead of trying to say, you need to be the boss, you need to be in charge, take control of that group project at school. You know what? That person may end up being a nurse or a therapist or a counselor or a teacher or someone in human resources or customer service or a CEO. And the C- if they are a CEO, they're going to create a culture that people love, that people really enjoy working in. So, so we have to stop as parents trying to change our kids to make them into somebody else 
And we have to really say, look, what is their style? Mm. How do I support them and value them for who they are instead of trying to impose my own style on them? I can see that. Good. I can see that. Cause like, I mean, if you see that your son is like a dove and they're seven, eight years old, you almost want to push them to be, be more of an Eagle. I don't want you to get stepped on. I don't want you to take an advantage of your whole life, you know, like be more of an Eagle. So you're stronger. And so I can see that kind of happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but yet that too, we've done that with our kids. Right. And yet think of some of these great leaders who have been doves throughout history. Somebody like Abraham Lincoln, universally considered the greatest president in us history was a dove. Somebody like Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, some of these great leaders in history. Somebody like Howard Schultz from Starbucks, who, who I heard him once say, I wanted to create a company that my father never got to work at. He oh, wow. just wants to create a culture that's positive. Some great leaders are doves. And I think that that's just a paradigm that eagles have that, oh, if you want to be a leader, you got to be an eagle. That's not true at all. You can be any style and be incredibly successful uh, in business and in life. So we yeah. just have to honor our kids for who they are, not try to change them. And the same is true with our spouse. We, yeah. we try to impose our style on them and we try to change them. And that doesn't tend to work out too well. And I guess it's, it kind of goes well for yourself. Like if you're sitting there trying to push yourself, oh, I want to be more an eagle and just adapt to what you are and roll with it. It's going to work. Yeah, because it's pretty exhausting not being yourself. Yeah, Working out of your style takes a well, tremendous amount of energy. But I saw that when I was in yeah. you know, real estate coaching and stuff. They were talking about these personality styles and they made the eagle, the driver, that much sound that much better. So everybody kind of wanted to be that eagle. And I, I remember sitting there saying, okay, well, I'm going to listing appointments and all stuff. I want to be more. But then it, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't right. work. It still come off amiable. Because you're not being you. Not amiable. Yeah, your secret sauce, if you're the parrot and got and have that dove in you, is that personal relationship. The parrot dove style builds long-lasting personal relationships that get referrals that people say, you got to work with this person. He's so good. I just yeah. so enjoyed working with him. I trusted him because that's what the parrot and that dove style creates. And you don't have to be the eagle. You have to be able to close the deal because that's where the eagle comes in. But any style can do that. That's so true because what you just said, it's all him. Every time there's a referral, those are the exact same words that people use for Roger. He is so trustworthy. He's great to work with. It's just all these things that Dove has. And he's a great salesperson. Like, he is amazing. He really is. I, like, we're both in real estate together for 15, 16 years now. And I admire and look up to how he understands people, how he works with people. And he's mostly Dove when it comes to business. Sure. And I'll bet people say it differently. I'll bet when people say, I, I love working with Roger, they probably say, I love working with Roger. And then when they talk about you, they go, Nina is awesome. <laughs> she like been, gets it done. I've been called a tiger. I've been called all, all these names, but they don't know the, uh, the uh, eagle. They should be the eagle. <laughs> but can you see the difference? You can appeal to everybody, but people are going to perceive you differently. You both bring something different to both selling as real estate agents and also into your marriage and, and dealing with your kids. You you bring something different. You can't try to change each other. That's not the deal. That's not why people fall in love. They don't fall in love and say, oh, I love who they are. Now they should become like me. Yeah, no. And people do that all the time. Especially parents, especially parents. I see that all the time. We as parents trying to make our children like us, which is totally wrong. And I now I understand it more than ever because they are who they are and we can't change them, mm. you know? I think we need to understand our own style to, to be able to understand. Is that, yeah. is that right? The most self-aware people are the happiest, 
They build the strongest relationships. They're the most successful. And you talk about parenting. Often there's one parent, they have one parenting style, but they have two children who are completely different. Yes. That style may resonate with one of those kids, but it may not resonate with both. And we have to think about what do they need? Just need to do that in our relationships with our spouse or our friends. We have to think about, look, there's two kids here. They're completely different. I can't parent them the same way. I have to treat them the way they need to be treated. What do you think about the beginning? Like, I mean, we're, we're a relationship show, but there's some people here that are still looking for that perfect person. And, you know, when you go on a date, if you know that somebody is a parent, you, is it good for that person to kind of mirror and match them? Or is it, do you find it kind of manipulating? Like, is it going to... I think in a sales well, setting, mirror and matching is very powerful because you connect with them. In a marriage, you can't mirror and match somebody for 30 years. That's going to be exhausting. They better <laughs> fall in love with the real you. So at the, no, at the beginning, you just have to be authentic, be yourself. And if that doesn't resonate with them in date number one, fantastic. You screened them out. But you can't try to be somebody else. You have to be yourself. And I do think it's powerful to know your own style and also know what I'm looking for, what resonates with me. What do I like? I think people are very self-aware. They know themselves and the people who can read others and have a sense of what they like. You go on a date and you just can say, that's not right for me. They're a very nice person, but that just is not someone who I'm going to connect with, you know, for the next 40 or 50 years. So that's not working for me. And if you understand that dating, actually, you can, that's why speed dating works. How often do you, do you see like those speed dates where you're like, have three minutes Look, when you go to hire somebody, within minutes, you know if it's right or not. Right. And you just spend the next 48 minutes or, or 57 minutes just doing the rest of the interview. But the reality is very often, you know, within minutes if it's right. And that's why speed dating works. You're reading their style and you're seeing if it clicks with you. Yeah, well, hopefully that'll come back. We have a good friend of ours who has a speed dating company and <laughs> she hasn't been able to do that for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's doing it on Zoom though. Yeah. But this is really amazing because self-awareness, I think, is so important at every level. But can I ask you, do you know the amount of people that are self-aware? Like, is it a lot of people that are aware of themselves or is it less? Like, I noticed a lot of people don't know who they are a lot of times. Yeah, when you take a look at emotional intelligence, one of the components is self-awareness. And there are a tremendous amount of people who are self-aware. There are also a tremendous amount of people who are not. And we encounter those people. And those are the people who tend to push our buttons because they don't even understand themselves. Yeah. They have a harder time with relationships. That's so they, exactly well, hurry up and yeah. sell your book to them, man. Right. That's what it's for. It's, it's all about help. That's what the birds are. I think of it as the skill set of emotional intelligence. I mean, EQ is know yourself and manage your behaviors. Well, understand your bird style and make sure you're not dialing it up too much and know others. Well, social awareness and also relationship building. Those are the four elements of emotional intelligence and the birds play out in all four of those. This is so good and valuable, but again, so simple. Why isn't this taught in schools? Should not, I, I mean, I'm serious. I yeah, think it's, we should start something here. Absolutely. You know what? It's funny. I literally, it was one of my pandemic projects. I, we just released about two weeks ago, a kid's profile. So I wrote a children's book throughout over the pandemic called Which Bird Are You? And I just released a kid's profile, which we're now just starting selling to schools and camps and, and youth groups. And it has, it's really wild. The child takes the assessment. They get a, a part of the report that says, here's you, here's your superpower. Here's what makes you special. Then a parent gets a part of that report, which says, here's how you parent. 
that child, here's what that kid needs from you. And then there's a section for teachers that says, here's how you teach this child. You can't just teach them or parent everybody the same way. So it's very exciting. Uh, literally just released it to the world. So uh, it's hopefully this Can we, this can year, we be investors? Get it out there. Can we be investors? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. We're, we're really, we're building out a whole youth division in my organization to target. Honestly, this is, this, this is incredible. Kids. It really is incredible. I want it in my kids' schools. I want it in their lives because right now they're teenagers and I see a lot of heartache and what they're going through. And if they were to understand their personalities and their friends' personalities, it would be so much easier for my daughter not coming home, buying her eyes out saying, oh, she did this or he did this. Like it's, it is so much easier if they would learn these things, you know? I, I taught it to my kids. I remember when my son came home, he was six years old and he had a neighbor who just was an eagle. He was a good kid, but he always needed to be the boss. He needed to be in charge. He needed yes. to do what he wanted to do. Nobody could do anything else but he what he wanted. And one day my son came home and my son is a parrot dove. And he came home and he said, you know what? I don't really want to be friends with Chandler anymore. And I said, why? You're with him all the time. He goes, he bosses me around and he tells me what to do. He's an eagle, which is fine, but it's not. it's just not working for me. And he was like, no judgment. It's just, you know, that's just not working for me. I was like, okay. He removed drama from his life. He understood, you know what? That's his style. He's got the eagle dialed up a little too much and it wasn't working for him. And I think drama, I think a lot of bullying will go away when children understand each other and they, they see uh, the value and the, and the power of the children around them instead of judging them. So hopefully that's the, uh, that's the goal for, you know, coming out of the pandemic into this year and next year is to start bringing That's in incredible. kids. Now, did you say the book is done and ready or? Uh, the book is finished. Uh, it'll be out later this year. Okay, there you go. I mean, we're going to have you back here again this year because I really, really think it's so important for every parent to understand this and teach it to their children. Like when you were speaking about your son, how you taught him, my heart was like exploding. I was like, this is amazing. If, if only these kids knew that their heartache is justified. You know what I mean? This person is this type. That's why they're this way. Don't take it personally. You know, be who you are and learn to cope with that friend if you're friends with them. Like I've let go of a lot of friends in my time, in my lifetime, because there's a lot of drama. And I right. always like your son. I'm sorry, I'm just not gonna go to that personality. Sure. I'm just not agreeing with it. I don't want it in my yeah. life. And and you know what? Kids get it. Kids learn the bird styles instantly. I have so many people who have said, I've read the chameleon, all the different fables to my child. They love it. They totally get it. And then the birds become the language of the household. They start to see the styles in everything that happens at home and with their friends. And so it's great because it's a common language that even children understand. I've taught it to six-year-olds and they get it. Amazing. No, they have to get it. It's so, so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. It's the best way. I mean, I'm 44 and I've, read a lot and learned a lot about styles. This is the best yet. I'm serious. Mm. It's so simple and so easy. And so like, yes, I'm an, an owl and I, I don't get along with pairs or whatever. Like yeah. it's easy. Uh, right. It is. And it, and it, like I said, they, they fit just to a, to a T. I'm still, still looking at the pictures behind and do, I don't know if it's the way you guys drew them out, but they, they fit the personalities to a T. It's, it's exactly what the, I always look at the parrot and I know that if you find right. somebody that's a parrot, they're probably going to be wearing some fluorescent clothes and some blue shoes. And uh, what, what's that? They're what's loud that, uh, and fun. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> that character in um, Drew something, the Drew show or whatever. The, their secretary, she had the, the purple Drew Carey show? Yeah, Drew Carey show. Yeah, yeah she had the, <laughs> the, um, too much yeah. makeup on her eyes. Parrots always, their clothes is a little more flashy. It's a little brighter. It, yeah. You can just tell. Oftentimes you meet people and within seconds, 
you can just tell their style. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, now we do. Now we do. What, what are, <laughs> before we go, what, what are keys, like you said, to, to know somebody's style just by looking at them? What's the, to break it down for the four styles just by like within seconds, if you see something. It's not just the body language. It's also the words they use and the tone in which they speak. You'll see like when there's an eagle, there's a confidence there. There's mm -hmm. an assertiveness. They're very direct. They tend to tell instead of ask. When there's a dove, you can hear they soften their voice. Their body language, it's it's more, uh, it's softer. It's more gentle. They you often will use like feeling words. Like, I feel like we need to do this. Parrots, it's the charisma. It's the energy. It's the, all right, here's what we're doing. It's like the smile. It's a big teethy smile <laughs> where the owl is much more formal in their body language. You can't quite read them. You're not quite sure what they're thinking. And they ask a lot of questions. So it's, it's just all of those things, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's just fascinating. It makes it so easy. It's amazing. Well, you are amazing. You're wonderful. You're full of value. And I mean, I just learned so much from you. And I know for a fact, my, our listeners are going to learn a lot today as well. So we thank you. Where can these people find you? Because I think everybody in the world needs you. Sure. Well, you can pick up the books. You can get The Chameleon on Amazon. It's also an Audible and uh, an iTunes. So if you like to listen to books. And, and I thought, you know what? I'm a parrot. I play guitar. I, when I'm on stage, I often end the, my talk with a fun little sing-along with the birds. And I thought, I wonder if Audible and iTunes would know if I snuck a song at the end of my audiobook. Evidently not. So if you get the audiobook, there's a little fun song that comes on at the end that's not listed in the tracks. Little bonus song for you. Uh, so you can get the chameleon wherever online books are sold. And uh, uh, you can go to takeflightlearning.com. Uh, and there you can see, you can go to the store, you can pick up a kid's profile, you can pick up an adult assessment, you can see all the training programs that we, we provide to companies. Yeah. Well, I like this. What I mean, about socials? Where are you on socials? Uh, yeah, you can go to Twitter. It's at Merrick R. So at M-E-R-R-I-C-K-R. Uh, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. And I post something almost every day about the birds and get a little dose of bird style wisdom each day. Awesome. Now, if somebody were to, doesn't know anything about this and wants to pick up one of your books, which one would they go with? The chameleon or... I would go with the chameleon. It gives you the first fable, teaches you the birds, but then each of the 21 fables that follow teaches a different lesson of the bird styles. So it gives you a real good sense of how do you use this in your life in all different settings and applications. It's a great gift to give everybody that you love, to be honest. Yeah. It's such a great gift. So, well, well, maybe we'll throw one in for one of our listeners as well. We'll, we'll do a giveaway. We'll do sure. a giveaway of the, the chameleon and see uh, sure. how, uh, how they work out. Yeah. Amazing. See what they think. I can't wait to. To read it, and I, I'm really interested in the uh, the kids' version. What you're going to come out with? And yeah, me too. Have our that'd be great. Well, send me your address. I will send you a signed copy that you can then uh, give will. away to one of your listeners. We'll get it right on after we finish with this podcast. Well, again, thank you so much. You're incredible. I'm so happy that we had you on the show today, oh, and I can't you. wait for your book to come out. To have you again? <laughs> <laughs> happy to do it. It'd be great. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, we have. have.